Native Soil Fertilizer is an all-natural, locally sourced fertilizer. All ingredients are upcycled nutrients sourced within a couple hours drive from San Diego and sold in independent home and garden centers and co-ops. Come out to your local garden center and ask for Native Soil Fertilizer. If they don't have it, please visit www.upcyclingcompany.com forward slash shop and enter the coupon Urban Homestead for 20% off. Native Soil Fertilizer. No chemicals, no fillers, no kidding. Whoa. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Justin, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at laymans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Tuning in today, we have special guest Chef L'Oreal Gavin. Hi, L'Oreal. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, y'all. What's Hi. up, everybody? Hey, good. I love y'all. I can't help it. I Me like, too. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. It's like a, it's like a hug and a word yeah, it is. Yeah. at the same time. Um, so tell us a little about yourself and. Um, well, why don't we start with how we went? Yeah, well, we want to do that. Want to yeah. do that? Okay, so we met yeah. you a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, CMT came out, Country Music TV. Yeah. Did a sh- you have a show there? So tell us a little bit. About I that. do. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's uh, really surreal. I have my own show now. Um, it's called the Downtown Farmer, and basically it's the exploration of uh, the wares from urban farms like yourself. Mm-hmm. And then basically, like I've been, a, I've been cooking my whole life, uh, professionally working in kitchens for over 15 years. And um, I just get to go out and let the organic ingredients speak to me, and then I just get excited about it, and I make food out of it. So coming out here to film, I knew I had to have, like, ten different recipes for ten different episodes, and I just, I wasn't even nervous about it, because, like, if, if you cook, you just really let the ingredients take the wheel, you know? And, like, people are always like... What's your favorite thing to cook, L'Oreal? And I'm like, oh my god, it's That's for years. Hard. No, it's well, it's horrible. It's a stupid question. Yeah, it so, is. Sorry, it is. Yes. it's stupid. It's like, <laughs> what's your like favorite this. thing to paint? What's yeah. your favorite thing to plant? Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what time Who's of the year is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird, right? So. uh so my, my response to that as, as someone who has cooked their whole life um, with a respect for ingredients like I do is a, where am I at in the world and what time of year is it? Mm-hmm. And then I let the ingredients like just decide for me and then I just do as less 
possible and let them shine. That's, right? That is Duh. true. Yeah, that's about as. Yeah. yeah so simple. they use lamborghina and stuff like that. From yeah. What did you use for the show from the homestead? Um, the persimmons mm-hmm. were epic because duh, they're mm-hmm. like peaches to me, but out here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the lemon verbena was amazing. Like I just remember you handing that to me, and like I had it, I had it around in the house. Like a weird little gypsy woman for a day, so I just kept smelling it and like watching right, it evolve it and, and, and dehydrate and just reading about it. And um, yeah, I had some oregano that I kept chewing in my mouth because I was like, if you, I don't know, obviously, like I'm totally into the homeopathic stuff. Yeah, yeah it's one of the best like, I got a tickle in my throat, mm-hmm. so I was sitting in traffic, like burning my whole mouth up with it oregano, work. like because I'm like, this is a hot oil, okay? No, so, it's, it's an oil. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the greatest. It smells like a pizza. <laughs> It's a meat it's no <laughs> uh, Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, no, officer, I mean pizza. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah. No, it was a fun episode, I have to admit, because, you know, we we have people come through here at the homestead all the time, but you were really fun to hang with, so we're kind of connected. And, and it has to be because, you know, you you have you know food root and you have farming roots. So tell I us do. a little bit more southern, about that. Southern, a little bit of southern root, too. Southern, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm originally from Lafayette, Louisiana, and Baton Rouge. And, like, as I'm a sixth-generation farmer in my family. Like, we came over from Ireland and Scotland. And um, I always wondered why, as a little kid, I wasn't getting Barbie dolls and stuff. I was getting, like, goats and chickens. <laughs> For real, though. And, like, good. yeah, I know. So, as a little kid, I just loved, like, motorcycles and animals and, like, lighting stuff on fire. <laughs> and, like, hanging out with my grandma and going to church when I was growing up. So, <laughs> for real, though. It sounds though, like, it sounds sounds like, like our life. life. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe not like on fire, but. Yeah. No, we've. Sisters. Yeah, I mean, I have, yeah, I have a we've fun. We've had your Stevie Nicks came into the smoke and everybody's having a good time so uh yeah farming's just always been a part of my life and like when i've had it you got the giggles you want me to tickle you no you don't remember us lighting everything in the backyard yeah, no, you guys might have been lighting, okay. okay yeah i was well, a little you know, older more we were making bit. it we were yeah. also doing it with no matches you remember that oh yeah they did fire and build yes i did that old school just to see if you could right just because yeah i just see yeah like matches were just too you know conventional yeah bougie so la so la of you. Yeah, I know. Well, no, well, we, no, like, we yeah. would walk up and down the street barefoot. They thought, you know, girl cool. put on some shoes. So, yeah, we were, we're, we were born and raised in the, or I was born and raised in the country. So, country, yeah. so I, I was never, raised in the city, but I was still country. Yeah, you were still a country girl. So, we we have that country. As you can see, around us, we're like literally countryfied. Yeah. So. so, there are, yeah, the, our dad and mom met in New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Oh, so, that's where they, got, they got married and stuff like that. So, so you're a sixth generation farmer. What's the? How did that affect you? In your, in your What's that? Three hundred years? Three or four years? <laughs> One million days later, <laughs> I was conceived. Um, I don't. It's just a long, yeah. A long time. I come out of an egg. Um, yeah. It's just. It's always been a part of my family. Like we have a really hard work ethic. Um, being Irish, like we're just we're ornery Mm -hmm. you know what I mean we love food and like family and Mm -hmm. just like we're very passionate people like in general um so it just was a part of my life it's like go out and get a tomato go out and get a watermelon or whatever and my grandma pretty much raised me so she came from a family of 12 during the depression and so I've always been intrigued with like old school stuff old school values so it's like I've been rocking Betty Page bangs my whole life, mm-hmm. you know, and like red lipstick because I'm like, that's what I saw my grandma do. Mm-hmm. And it's, I didn't know it was cool. No. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but it's like, I've yeah. been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Just like you guys here have been yeah. doing this, the urban farming movement mm-hmm. before it was cool. So yeah. isn't that, it's kind of cool to say that. So basically, I just 
no pun intended, but, you know, stuck to my roots and what I was passionate about. And if you're going to be a good cook, you have to have good ingredients. And I think metaphysically, uh, when something is grown with love and harvested with love and treated with love, like it makes it to the plate. It tastes better. Yeah. If if the cook does what it's supposed to do, it could taste Mm. like love because love is a flavor. Yeah, it does. And like I said, key ingredient, what you start off with in season, that is key because if you... Yeah, yeah, and where you and where you're from too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and so I mean, like you said, you started off as you know at a young age. But when did you say you know I'm gonna you know become a chef and do this? Like, are you doing it full time? Like, or how you know how is it? How does it? You have a cookbook? Yeah, class? crazy, you guys. Yeah. I never. Okay, I started out detasseling corn was my first job when I was like 14. Mm-hmm. Yay. Like $50 later for two weeks in a suntan. Oh, my God. That was fun. Child labor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I just remember being like, this ain't good money. Before you even know how, you know, what money's about. right. Yeah, something's not right here. Oh, my God, I'm tan. Um, So, yeah, detasseling corn, doing dishes, worked my way up in restaurants, uh, left high school up in Indiana, about an hour north of Indianapolis, where Black Valley Farms is, the farms that... My family has worked for generations. Um, I was like, well, I didn't know what else to do. I really wanted to go to art school because, like, I love art and I oil paint and, like, do do a whole bunch of stuff, whatever I can do with my hands, basically. And I was like, man, but I can't guarantee myself that people are going to want to buy my art. Mm-hmm. And so, like a ding-dong, I was like, well, I'll go to culinary art school. <laughs> I'll be loaded. Yeah, I'll make right? so much money with my blue collar and... <laughs> It'll be incredible, right? Yeah. And so that's what I did oh, because for me, yeah. Oh. But like I had, I didn't grow up watching TV. I didn't have MTV. I didn't know who Rachel Ray was or Jada mm-hmm. De Laurentiis. And like mm-hmm. I had no intentions of doing any of that stuff. And so it's a twist of fate that I even ended up on Food Network years ago. Like I tried out as a joke, which is a whole nother story, a whole nother scenario. But I'm like the introverted, like artistic type in the back, like doing what I want to do, like, you know, mumbling under my breath at servers and just like... Amen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You giggling in your car. You know what I'm talking about. So that's what, that's basically what I did. I, I just, I don't know. I didn't know what else to do. It was an extension of myself. And I think of that iconic film, like water for chocolate, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that like food was there for me, uh, growing up in times of my life where like things were horrible and you know, you're learning about yourself and you're like a young adult in like a big city and food was always there for me. You know, so it's been a really healing and a really amazing experience. Falling in love with it year after year, season after season. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's nice. Well, right. I know, amen. 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 church. Yeah. Preach it. Preach it. Oh wow! So that's. Yeah, so then, like, so, um, I know you said you're done filming with CMT, so, like, what's coming up on your itinerary? You're out of LA, and then you're going back to... Um, I'm flying into Indianapolis. I got a catering gig that I signed up for before I got the call from CMT, Mm -hmm. and so I gotta go make beef bourguignon for 70 architects. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, and a whole bunch of, yeah, I know, I'm like, I'm on the airplane, Mm -hmm. I'm, like, sleeping, waking up, and then I'll start prepping food, and two days later, uh... You know, people mm-hmm. will drink a lot of wine and eat the beef and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. More or less, you know what I mean? Um, Merry, yeah, Merry Christmas. Mission You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to stop and see uh, one of my dearest friends in the whole entire world, uh, Kelly Jones, and her sweet little baby. She reads tarot cards and has, like, done some mythical, like, readings for me throughout my uh, through my adulthood. Mm-hmm. So I'm stoked to, like, recalibrate my compass with her. 
and then I'll go down to Louisville and take a bus with like two suitcases. Mm -hmm. You know, one day you're in hair and makeup, one day you're taking a bus to somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you never know. Like life has been a crazy adventure, and like food has been the gas to my car. Like I can't even tell you guys how the, like I've met such amazing people. I'm sitting here with you guys. Like it blows my mind sometimes <laughs> just because I want to feed people food. Oh. Keep it coming. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Way to people is through food, right? Yeah, yeah it is. That's, that's, our, that's our love it. language. It well, is a, a love language. It I is. And oh there's a lot God. of revolutions that, for good or bad, come from food. Yes. Whether it's yeah. you know, uprisings or changing planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah so. I agree. What do you think I was just saying? Because about the farm, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of talk about you know farms, and especially you know. It is hard for farms to stay in, and, and farmers to stay in business. Mm -hmm. is, there, is that a challenge out where you guys are? Um, you know, are you seeing the diminishing of the family farms, or um, are just taken over by big, big ag, or how is it? How is that? Oh my gosh! Are? I wish I had a different um, scenario to share with you, but like our family farms were always mostly like GMO'd mm -hmm. soybeans and corn, which was not my idea mm -hmm. because I just came across not so long ago, like 30 years ago. I was born. Um, and it would be really hard, from what I understand, to start reversing the soil. Mm -hmm. Like, but just learning about the bees and the water tables, especially mm -hmm. in the Midwest, and then all the cancer that's prevalent. I'm like, hello, like one plus one equals two, everybody. Mm -hmm. So I hope that one day, when those family farms fall in my lap, that I can really start to make some change. Mm -hmm. um, because my memories of being a little girl's, we just had acres of tomatoes, corn, broccoli, like radishes, like the list goes on. And then we have like cute little animals coming up behind us and eating all that stuff and then fertilizing the soil again. And But yeah, it's, it's not a romantic story. I wish I could tell you that I get lost in 800 acres of organic tomatoes. Mm -hmm year-round but that's just not the case but especially the family farm is, is really simply trying to survive you know you can't really yeah. blame mm -hmm. you, you know it's the whole infrastructure more and more and more faster better yeah, stronger I mean, the farmer has, cheaper, the cheaper, farmer has to survive cheaper, yeah, in a market yeah you know and yeah they, i get it mm -hmm. there's but a lot still. of documentaries out there so that's what i'm saying it's you know we're it so far deep. away from you know being in la we don't what closest farm you can see maybe isn't Hour away, I guess. Besides our backyard, yeah. besides our backyard, yeah. I'm not talking. I'm talking about not many. Oh, I'm talking about. You missed the obvious. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. yeah. Obviously. yeah. Obviously. yeah. Obviously. yeah. Obviously. yeah. What about? Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. see those documentaries yeah. where they're, they're starving farmers that mm -hmm. can't make it. They have well, because 800 acres mm -hmm. and they go monoculture, mm -hmm. monoculture, monocrop, mm -hmm. and then it's like, what's wrong with chickens? Yeah. What's wrong with have a little kitchen garden? Because I'm surprised how much tomato. Mm -hmm. Whether you're selling it or not, you yeah. have a farm. You still have to eat. The for, farmers for still canning, have to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Canning, preserving, yeah, eating, preservation eggs, like, in any way, shape, and form. So they have eight, you know, eight hundred thousand acres, and it's like yeah. they can't, they can't make it. And you say, it's the well, whole infrastructure. Was just, yeah, because we saw a documentary the other day that was about, you know, the Bavarian. So you know, 1950s, you know, way of mountain farms. You know, the graph was, you know, the line was all the way at the top, but then, you know, down now it's like way down here, little minuscule. But there's more people in the United States to feed, so less farms, right. more people. So it's gonna, and more there's protein gonna be some issues. too. Like being, I was a butcher for several years. Like uh, while I, you know, in the midst of being a chef, just because I wanted a cornerstone of the education. Just like if you're a good chef, you want to know how to make chocolate from scratch. Mm -hmm. Like, or I'm hungry all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one, but. Uh, basically, like I worked at a butcher shop, and then I started to, you know, read like the Omnivore's Dilemma right. and like Fast Food Nation and all these amazing documentaries, and it really made me go like, holy! <laughs> and I was just, uh, I'm still trying to learn more and share that message as like the self-proclaimed butcher babe that like mm -hmm. actually like let's step away from this cliff, like vegetable-based diets, 
are like the truth and the way and the light from my perspective and like speaking of energy like when you eat factory farm meat it's different energy. it's so different in every way shape and form the way it cooks the way it smells how bad it goes quickly you know what i mean and so i really hope like with my next cookbook that i'm working on and like people like yourselves being like a huge muse to me um, honestly, like I believe vegetable base is like the, the future of yeah. food in general for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, hello. Yeah. So. It's, it's only so many people. Can it makes me want to cry, man. I know, I know. It's so sad. Like there's a reason why you don't wake up in the morning and go, where did my chicken come from? <laughs> or, mo or most people, you know what I mean? And then once you find the chicken that you're like, I don't feel so bad. It's $16.99 a pound. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'll eat sadness instead. Yeah, sadness you know, and fear. So, yeah. sadness, chicken nuggets, fear, misery, chicken stress, and, yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a good. It's not a good. You know. Anyway, I'm gonna cry now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the happy cows in California. There's no happy cows in California. No, I thought that the first time I drove out here, I met my boyfriend um, in Alameda. He's this amazing carpenter, and like basically, I remember driving back down the the coast in my old Buick, my old hoop oh, name. Hey, no. my car name Juanita. <laughs> And basically, um, I just was like, there's this, look at the, there's no grass. No. And then like when it's it says yeah. grass fed uh -huh. beef, that's what cows eat, you ding dongs. <laughs> and the same thing, like vegetarian fed chickens. Are you kidding me? Are there chickens like, hey man, can I get another taco? Chickens don't do that. Chickens eat bugs. Are bugs meat? No, I know. <laughs> then I'm like, you want to know what goes on inside my head. <laughs> okay, it's pretty awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta ask. The questions no, I ask. No, that's yeah, you have, you have to ask because it's, yeah. it's otherwise you'd cry. It's, yeah. it's pretty horrible, you know. Just yeah, the dairy, dairy industry is like, what, we go up to five. Yeah, everybody it's knows. Down here, it's like if you go up to five, yeah. everybody. Hold the your nose. Hold your nose. It's the cow. It's the industry. I mean, it's marketing. It's labeling. It's things like hand-grown avocados you know it's like my, well mm -hmm. yeah. i'm pretty sure Everything's for millions of whatever they've yeah. always been hand-grown <laughs> hand-grown avocados like that's her marketing well point. and Happy you know cow. avocados it's natural i'm like <laughs> what else are they <laughs> well yeah but doesn't that make that i'm just like well, what's what's the future of food like give me a laser printer mm -hmm. 3d print. salad mm. yeah. 3d print printed, yeah that's yeah. so strange but to it me. is it is how everything's gone away from where the original roots were is it's, it is sad or... that it, they said that organic is the alternate it's like oh this is organic it should be no this is food everything else is it, yeah. it should be chemically processed food mm -hmm. you know it's, it's like it. organic is the fringe yeah mm -hmm. You know the the grass-fed beef is the fringe. Why does it even say that? Because it's fringe. It's not. It's not the way everything's raised. No. It's so weird to me. No, that's crazy. I just I like go to the grocery store sometimes, and then I just I find myself like glazed over, just like, you know, like oh, way way overstimulated, mm -hmm. like with all these names and varieties mm -hmm. and hashtags. Year and, round. Year and, round. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me. So like I like to just stick with the basics, and like I find like my generation is um like known as like the millennials or like the hipsters or whatever and i'm like you guys maybe we're just not stupid i'm like millennials like have a bad rap and it's like i think we're just obsessed with the old-fashioned things classic things you know that like we i guess as a generation like have a feeling that like the way things have potentially gone is like very destructive and not good for our bodies and carbon footprints and you know just being frugal i call it I guess. real too yeah just going back to what was real yeah. Because, you know, look, we all have phones on the on the table. And it's... Throw it. I know. <laughs> well, it's it's a lack of realness. I mean, I at least was raised in a, you know, mm -hmm. a generation that... Remember pre-internet. Well, I, I remember pre-internet, but it was like this... Sounded like... 
Okay, so growing up, you had a realness, and then the teenager was like the, the internet, and then everything just kind of changed from that. And so it's like you almost like the realness of it, going backwards, to forwards, to and backwards it. all at the same time. I think that's called an infinity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I came home and the light street lights came on. That's. <laughs> You, go, oh. you know, you can play on the street. No, you play in the dirt. Too. Like, oh uh, yeah, I don't wear shoes. No, heck no, no. I dated a dude for years. I called me Dirtfoot. <laughs> I know <laughs> because <laughs> of like I was like and. <laughs> no, no, no. So know. like we Hey, but now it's a thing. It's grounding. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right. All the things I'm sure most of us here at this table have been doing for years. I know. It's like cool now. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, what? It's oh grounding. yeah. Like you know, just not washing your face with all these astringent soaps. It's like yeah. That what a concept. All the time I like. <laughs> My mind's just like blown. I know. Or stop at thrift stores. It's like, yeah. Dude, no, I girl, I'm pulling the- this bunny shirt. <laughs> what is up? Old school silk. Yeah. What you know about this? I had to wear Everybody this. Like, Everybody like, this cool. I'm like. Yeah, same. Yeah, all the time, mostly. Yeah, yeah I love this. Or my friends, you know, moving, she dumps all her clothes, you know, so. Yeah, I do. I'll tell you that a couple times. But it's so trendy. <laughs> yeah, you're so cool because you're base. you know, you're so basic and cool. You're welcome. You're right. <laughs> if you do something long enough, it comes around in fashion. Yeah, I get right? Wear the same true. thing long enough. Yeah, okay. It comes around fashion. Yeah. Eat the same thing long enough. Gain weight. Hey. <laughs> trying to lose a cup of weight still. That's any indication. Oh, it must be good cookbook then. Well, it was all soul food. It's like the story of like my youth mm. and like, cause like I got, I got a, I don't know how to say other than typecasted to write this butcher babe book. Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's what I was like self-proclaimed mm-hmm. on Food Network. Mm-hmm. And so all my other skill sets and passions and stuff kind of got put in a shadow of like, you know, they, they were like, let's find a cool meat girl. People like meat. You, you can put bacon on it will be the name of your show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was really cool, but but like I was saying, like just to revisit this quickly, the more I learned about meat, besides how to like cut it and like make sausages, um, I just became more and more disenchanted with like the factory farm mm-hmm. varieties of meat. There are people doing meat now that's like organic and sustainably raised, and they seem to live like really nice lives. I'm still investigating a lot of things, you know, so mm-hmm. like knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, uh, this next book will be a lot more vegetable based mm-hmm. because I don't want to have to take or be sponsored by Lipitor the older that I get you know I'm like how many sticks of butter have I eaten in my lifetime as a chef I don't even want to think about I just imagine myself like Homer Simpson like (laughs) just shoving like pucks of butter in my mouth anyway Nothing's wrong with butter. Butter pulling. Oh, nothing's wrong butter with butter. Is oil pulling. Yeah, butter is... Uh, is it grass-fed butter? Well, no, grass-fed butter. I do have to say, if, you had, if you've yeah, had... 100%. If yeah. you've had grass-fed butter, it's and, pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, cream. It yeah. does Speaking taste. of grass-fed butter, I got... I've made with 100% grass-fed butter today these caramels for you guys. Oh. I know, I'm like staring at yeah, them. Yeah, like, I think this one just like winked at you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Blew you a kiss. It would. Would you like to try yeah. one? Yeah. So I'm... That's coming with me in candy. So I am... I flew in from Louisville, Kentucky 
I moved back to Louisville uh, with my super oh, hot you. carpenter thank boyfriend <laughs> about a year ago. <laughs> and um, I, I just really like Louisville mm -hmm. being from the South. Uh, so this is an old-fashioned cocktail flavored caramel. It's really good. And so there's uh, black cherries oh, wow. with bitters and bourbon and orange zest and um, language. salt. Mm -hmm. And so basically like my style of food that I really got to display on the downtown farmer of the show was that I feel like I'm famous for taking flavors that you know and love, right? Because mm -hmm. we're all just reinventing the wheel here, mm -hmm. keeping it basic with great ingredients, mm -hmm. but taking flavors that you know and love and then doing like a fun little twist on them. Mm -hmm you know and then just like letting the ingredients do what they do so like for example like duh you're gonna like a wax paper caramel that's salted yeah. and then well why don't i make it taste like an old-fashioned right because it's chilly out yeah. here mm -hmm. gives you those like happy vibes so it's really good it's anyway. awesome it's amazing Thank so is you. this a good recipe anywhere that people can find that is one recipe that i will never give out to anyone oh, okay okay yeah. Oh, oh, good. Except right. on this podcast. No, fine. No. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, you, I was saying, oh, good, because we have, knowing me, I have some of those too, so. Yeah, well, it's really the only one. Um, my grandma told me never to give it away, right, and so, like, I won't. But, I mean, I fulfill orders for people. If they want to order them, I'll make them for, like, you and any flavor profile that you there like. There you go. At thebutcherbabe.com. Mm -hmm. right. You can come and get, leave an inquiry. The line is so long. Good luck. <laughs> Getting in you for your people. You know the hot stick in town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway. Very good. Oh, very good. A nice treat. They're very good. Mm -hmm. I like it. Treat. I think Jordy has a treat, too, right? Do what? I? You have a little <laughs> treat here. Yeah. This was um, Jordan's um, mead, honey mead. Yeah, I'm help that. This one would be the sweet. It's not as aged as well, oh. so it's on the sweeter side still. And then this would be the rose honey mead. Oh, girl! <laughs> I'm gonna do this one first. Yes, help yourself. May I? Mm -hmm. Drink responsibly, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Take it from me, the chef. While everybody's listening, we're having a feast here. So. The chef juice. Sorry, guys. This smells really nice. I've opened up this bottle. It's got a little cork in here. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do a little. So how old something. is this one? Palette cleanser. Um, this one's you got less Thank you. Two months. Cheers. So yeah, this no, is a two months. Three. Oh, three. Oh, so. it is. Wow. Okay. It says March. So it's uh, eight months. Yeah. Okay. But it's still not as uh, aged as it should be. Oh. <laughs> look what you did there. <laughs> That's good. It is good. It's just generally. Yes, that's so cute. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and um, stay in touch with y'all, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna start in true Kentucky fashion. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll start something in my bathtub. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no one in Kentucky's listening to this. No, but, no. Uh, <laughs> you can come over. This cookbook will write itself. I'll you can walk it in my kitchen, and there's all these little bottles with bubbly things on it. So yeah, that yeah. sounds great. I feel like a, a scientist sometimes myself, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cooking with alcohol, making alcohol. I mean, man, people have been doing this for thousands of years for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. when you're out in the middle of nowhere. We make a um, a New Orleans style bread pudding. So generally, you soak it in bourbon, and I would also soak it in meat as well. Just like, <laughs> of course, yeah. because, because of course you <laughs> the recipe do. says, course you know, do. like a quarter of a cup. Like, like, what? Screw that! <laughs> right? Yeah, like, well, yeah, being from <laughs> being from the South, uh, I wrote, like I wrote a recipe. coffee on top of that. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That reminds me of two things. I wrote a recipe that's called bourbon banana bread pudding. Uh huh. Oh, so it's uh, like yes, bananas yes. foster, and then you made me think, you know, you have some cocktails, you need some coffee. Mm -hmm. There's a cocktail at the end of my book that has bourbon and cold brew and it's called I forgot where my keys are <laughs> it's 
speaking of that, yeah, it was like, yeah, in, in true Southern style, yeah. where you like, I gotta, I gotta finish grocery shopping, I need some coffee, you know? Happy coffee. Friday, where you are, yes, yes, coffee. I love, I love coffee. Right. Well, I think it's a Southern thing. Is no, it? I food is, is a love language. It's it like, yeah. if you could feed someone, you do. It's like, yeah. Here. I need more. <laughs> well, especially, oh, go, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, well, just like uh, talking about being from the South and that being like the muse in your spirit and like mm-hmm. just how you interact with the world. Like, there's not of other like, there's not a lot of other young women who I feel like if someone moves in next to me, I have this insatiable urge to bring them a casserole mm-hmm. or like some tomatoes out of my garden, yeah. you know. And I feel like now people are like, are you Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no. I'm the chef next door who likes you, maybe. And I brought like, you some tomatoes. What's in it? Yeah, no, right? Like, they're probably like, like, no. Yeah, they're gonna throw it away. <laughs> we did that one time. We realized some neighbor moved in. We bought them cookies, and they're just like. Thanks. Are they special cookies? I guess. Well, like, that's the last time I'm bringing was anything. Well, yeah, but isn't that weird that we've stepped out of something that at one point in time, not not so long ago, was actually considered a common Normal. sense thing? Normal. No, sharing of, sharing of food. Totally was. Remember when the, when we first moved in, Rita and Mr. Feds? Mr. Feds, we'd, we'd come in to pick his lettuce, and he'd make his lettuce and ham, and then I'd make her... Um, brownies. I'd make her brownies. I'd make her pie for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'd bring them over. She was an older lady. But people, it, it is and a was like, That's it's, what I did as a it teenager. It is so appreciative, be, right? Be, people yeah yeah and it is a lost art because like in this mm-hmm. last week I was doing so I was cooking something and then people like oh thank you I'm like this is what I do mm-hmm. you know you don't return a dish without something in it or you just oh, you show up at a party you bring them food you know you bring something it's just food I'm yeah, always doing something know, with food. man it's a lost art somewhere. and it's like now it's like kind of a surprise or like people think you want something it's like maybe I just wanted to share something I made with the help of the earth and see a smile on your face mm-hmm. like is that like that's why there's i something I, wrong with that though yeah. yeah yeah like what do you want i'm like i'm sorry i just want to see you smile and it's like i feel like for years uh i, I had a professor in college this might sound kind of strange but uh i was in like my freshman year and he was basically like so if you want to be successful in this in this business you probably got to be codependent because like you're the faceless person in the back for years as a cook or someone that's in the hospitality industry hardly anyone ever says thank you you hear more often than not people are like telling you all the things that you did wrong instead of what you did right mm-hmm. so there's got to be a part yeah. of you mm-hmm. that your 80 hour work week is surmised that you're crazy and you're doing it because you saw the look on that old lady's face when you made a birthday cake for her mm-hmm. And he was also the same chef that showed me that movie, like, Water for Childhood, that I'm bringing up again. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's amazing that, like, the older you get, all the things that you've heard about life just kind of come full circle Mm -hmm. when you, like, roll your eyes when you're younger. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. You gotta really love what you do, otherwise you're not gonna put in the 80 hours. You're not gonna put in the 80 hours with thankless job that you have to guess what you got to wake up the next day and, and do it do all it. over again yeah, you know like, food it's like you build I mean, you food build prep a, never ends yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. what's a manicure like you yeah. know what I'm saying like are your hands hard yeah. <laughs> are your hands hard yeah. Yeah. yeah what is that looks like you've been harvesting walnuts bro <laughs> He's working, working on, on the, the car. car. There you go. Oh, yeah. See, multi- multifaceted. <laughs> like, no, I, I love it, though. Yeah, when, like, some of my girlfriends are like, you should lotion. I'm like, you should shut up and learn how to do dishes. 
<laughs> well, was, it's fine. Well, I was I kept being told, you know, if you just wear rubber gloves and stop walking so much, you no. have nice nails. And I'm like, I like that's I like never that gonna I happen. Love, yeah, I like that. I like this. I love when I leave my house and I've been painting all day and there's like paint on my clothes. Like all this stuff is replaceable. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? See, you don't belong in LA. No. Are we gonna adopt you and then when you move, you might actually? I, want to I think we talked about. Well, I think we talked about the when you were here filming I, how I held. The, the produce yes. on the camera. I said I've learned to like touch like, my hands. No, that's really yeah. So people don't see your <laughs> so nails because yeah. it's like I've done that on before. Camera. I've learned how to hold things on camera where it's like right, you're kind of bending a little bit so nobody could see how right like crapped up after this hard time. Yeah, like someone who has no idea what it's like to even garden is like mm -hmm. her hands look so dirty <laughs> and you want to be like. That's because I'm using them, and you have yeah, to like. I just don't be sit around dirt. working on this. Yeah, yeah, clever yeah, lady. I know. I was. I work we um, part time. Sometimes Jordan, Jordan waitress, um, waitress at at a cafe, or, or just your front of house, basically making drinks and stuff. And then mm -hmm. I also work there at friends' cafe, and so I'm front also and back of house. But back of house is where I cook, so uh -huh. I make um, the soups there. Uh -huh. And so people, you know, like I said, you were saying it's thankless, and but. There, when you hear them come in, so what's the suit for the week? You know mm -hmm. that now they're anticipating and they're now coming and mm -hmm. asking, what are the soups? And so then you know, not even you have to get a thank you, just know. And then I'll say, oh, did the soup sell out? And they're like, yeah, we were done by Friday. And that's a good soup. sign. So it just means that they're, comfort. yeah, it's good comfort food. And, and, mm -hmm. and um, so that makes yeah. it, yeah, that makes when I hear and I come in and say, hey, how'd the soup sell? And they're like, yeah, we sold out. And I'm like, so I did my job. Soup is like my, one of my favorite things on earth. Or like a spa chill. Mm -hmm. I could just drink that stuff. I'm like, get bring all the juice cleanse. Anyway. So yeah, you said you you did you write the cookbook before you got on the show? Or they they kind of made you the package um, deal. I did I did the cookbook after about two years after Food Network Star had aired. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like a lot of times I'm just sitting around like, what do I do now? Maybe I should get a corporate job. Uh, like I'm always kind of a dreamer, but also kind of a realist. Mm -hmm. And so I got a call one day from a publisher. Like I'm so lucky. Like usually you have to pay a um, like an agent or a literary agent rather to. Mm -hmm. And you push, already have to have written stuff, the yeah. book. You have to push your deal. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and I, w I was just like, all right. So I moved out to California to the Bay Area for about a year and wrote my, most of my book there. Mm -hmm. And then um, we moved back to Louisville. And then I was um, I was drywalling and painting with my boyfriend um, not so long ago, like doing whatever I need to do in a freaking jumpsuit mm -hmm. covered in paint laughing mm -hmm. in like a 90-degree attic at one of my friend's houses. And uh, I got a call from the people with CMT. And like this big bold woman with this amazing like thick New York accent was like, so uh, we're gonna mm -hmm. do you think you'd like to do like a vegetable centered like food truck thing? You get to be on farms and make food out of. It. I was like, duh, mm -hmm. you know. I was so glad that she wasn't like, we want you to. Um, yeah, how do they use like, meat all the time? Yeah, meat, meat, she meat. saw that as some sort of potential. Usually they would go with what you know. yeah and I was really relieved like I was tiptoeing around it for a second just because I was like oh they probably want me to be the meat thing and I'm gonna have to wrap everything from New York to San, San Francisco and bacon and that's gonna be my food truck show do I do it or not but I've been so blessed that like thank you sweet baby Jesus or whatever's going on up there that's bigger than what I am and all of us that basically was just like handed this to me mm -hmm. like I've been so lucky and mm -hmm. it's just been you know it's, it was so much fun filming and doing 10 whole episodes of like old school iconic items like 80% of it's all vegetable based which I'm really proud of like there's a little bit of meat in there 
Um, but yeah, it's just really good food and you won't even notice the meat's not there because it's all just so dang good. So what if that, without spilling the secret, any, yeah, uh, what- Plot twist. Yeah, what's the <laughs> 10 up? So obviously we're hopefully one of them. Yeah. I think we're one of them. Or yeah. Half of one or mm. a full Ten one. 10 minutes of one. <laughs> Ten minutes of one. What would be the other episodes? Like, would you visit other farms or what was the other- um, um, I went to two other farms in the area. Mm. All of them had different things about them that I really enjoyed. Um, I want to live here though. Okay. So if, if it doesn't work out, can I please be yeah. your cost, can I be your compost yes. woman? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, compost queen. Yeah, I'm the compost, queen. and I'll just like stay in the little trash can. I'll be like, good morning. I'm working on the enzymes. Um, no, if you never need places to stay, let us know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just traveling around doing pop up dinners, catering, private chef work. Yeah. I would love to. Let's, seriously, like sometime this winter, like let's let's talk and schedule. That because I would love to come out and yeah. do like a chef series. Well, we do, and we that also do awesome. farm, we do special farm dinners when we went in like in the summer and spring. We would, yeah, like, we'll do farm dinners. That gives me goosebumps. It's like yeah. I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. I'm like, eh, let me see all your ingredients. I'm gonna freak out. No idea what I'm gonna make. I just let them do whatever. They that do. could be something we could have her do a farm yeah, dinner. Yeah, farm dinner. Yeah, yeah. Never know. I'll pick be, a I'll date and a time, and then. We'll show um, all your episodes. Oh, and there we go. Yeah, we'll yeah, schedule a showing party. Yeah. And then with CMT, we have, there, to have country, we have to have country. have some music there too. I'll be playing music by then, probably. Yeah, there we go. There'll yeah. be some banjo music. Because last night we just had friends music. over for our potluck, and we had a, a violin. We had oh, guitars. Wow. Like I said, That's it's sweet. not just about food here. It is about music. It's about community. So yeah, um, we believe in the. Yeah, whole. we started. Funny. We, we started growing things, yeah. and then when four or five years ago, we did hoot nannies. Yeah. You were like, oh, "What's yeah. a hoot nanny?" Like, <laughs> Would you call me? Yeah, come on out and just find out for yourself. Yeah. It's a hoot nanny. And yeah, then, that's it. where we learned the right. Always cooking, but cooking for large amounts of people. That yeah, thing. so grandma like, magic. Yeah. So you play guitar then, right? I do. Yeah, um, I'm self-taught. Uh, I have some music. Uh, our band is called Synthetic Wives. <laughs> and it's on, right? I, I did that one. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, it's on. Um, we just have stuff on SoundCloud, and basically, it's just like me on guitar and singing. Um, I took opera lessons in high school, so it's like I can I get really kind of crazy mm-hmm. on there, and it's just kind of like space and sound music, like with a little bit of like the yeah yeah yeahs and like mm-hmm. some Fiona Apple like bluesy elements. But I basically just sit on an amp with my guitar and just like let it all out. And then my friend uh, Chris. I've known for years is this amazing percussionist and he plays bass and um, we did a jam session which is the one that's on SoundCloud now it's probably like a half an hour never played the music before with each other um, I was going through like a rough time unbeknownst to me um, he recorded the music and then came to pick me up like I went through like a really bad breakup and he's an old friend of mine but it's so, like he came to pick me up and we were gonna go have some um, Sunday beers and eat tater tots together mm-hmm. and he was gonna cheer me up and then about three songs in on the way to the bar I was like who is this it's mm-hmm. awesome and he was like it's you <laughs> after he had like mixed and mastered it because he went to school for sound so mm-hmm. like go and check out synthetic wives and like I'm gonna write more stuff this uh, winter mm-hmm. and I just I just like music man yeah. I like the old stuff mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like bad guitars. <laughs> Give me a bad guitar that stays in tune. Like a tinny one. Do you None just, of that modern stuff. <laughs> yeah, throw it on the ground and pick it up. It's so fun. None of that modern hippie stuff. <laughs> yeah, none of that. I mean, Give me some raw, edgy, like, some emotion. You yeah. guys are learning a little bit. Yeah, we're different. learning. We're, we love to sing, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. <clears throat> We I can do it. <laughs> you can do it. That's all I'm going to say. We so, all have our muses, so. You think there will be a cookbook that you'll be now 
focusing on the, the veggie-centric food? Oh or? my gosh, yeah, I'm, all, I'm on fire for it. Uh, after the show airs and like while it is, I'm really gonna get a feel for like this new demographic of like health-centered people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I really can't wait. There's gonna be a lot of face masks and like beauty oh. products in so there too. If you see me, I've got this well. glowing skin. My name's L'Oreal, guys. <laughs> they knew what they were doing there. And um, just, you know, basic stuff. Like for example, um, you spend money, or I do, on like fair trade organic coffee. Mm -hmm. I farm coffee in Maui, I love it. It's worth investigating. Coffee, there's so many flavors of coffee. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. There is. And um, so I reuse my grounds with coconut oil and a little bit of citrus, like juice mm -hmm. or whatever. And I make like a hand scrub. So it gets all like the kitchen smells off my hands, you know, and like the caffeine from the coffee beans is great for your skin and you have a tawny glow afterwards. So it's just like little things like that. It's like so being frugal in the kitchen is like the muse of my next book. So I'm basically just like taking you on a journey of what it's like to hang out with me for a month. Well, that's awesome. Because like I said, we're into that too. Again. Yeah. We did a class called Kitchen Cosmetics and it was, we just oh. put everything that was from your kitchen and said, hey, so, you know, if you need toothpaste, there's this, and if you need, yeah. you know, lotion, is that, and there was just stuff you could essential find in your, oils. you could find in your yeah, cabinet, kitchen yeah. cabinet, huh? Yeah, essential oils. Yeah, essential. Just, it, I mean, a lot of them in their purest form are medicinal, and I find it interesting that in a lot of other countries, that some of, some of them of high caliber recognize as medicines, but they're not recognized as medicines yet in the mm -hmm. United States. No. Which is like the code regulation. Yeah. What is that? Big pharma. Oh my gosh. Three letter word. Three letter word. We don't talk about that. Fun. Hey, like I said, we when we have tours here, we say we have pharma, we have a pharmacy in our front yard too. So, hey. Yeah, I really like that. It's true. Yeah. You can have a lot of stuff. I mean, like I said, with the lemon verbena, you can go to town on that. Make beauty stuff out of that. Make oh, tea I did. Out of that. I love that stuff. They're like L'Oreal. Stop rubbing all the herbs on your face. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I just before can't. or after you cook them. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that's like, um, that's, that's the kitchen secrets. Yeah. We never tell. Yeah, get my aromatherapy on. <laughs> Filming is stressful. I need the I needed the herbs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm super zen out. Yeah. yeah, it's just like you. I like that too. You know, when we when you see the kids' faces, you know, smell this, and this is you know, mission. Like, you know, what's that smell? Mm -hmm. um, you can't get that anywhere else. It's not soap. Nope, it's not soap. Um, it's pretty special, you know, and, mm -hmm. and like you know too, because it's hard to explain. You know, and I don't know if that you come across it too. It's hard to explain like what we do and why it's it's so important to us, and you know why we do it, mm -hmm. but we love it. Well. People are so out of touch, and that's what I really like. Uh, I was, you know, I never wanted to be on television, and so it was really strange for me, like, being having to watch myself on TV. Yeah, we know. And then, I was about to say, we, uh, yeah, I've been there, then. Yeah. Never yeah. wanted to be on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah never, yeah, never, never, never meant for it to happen, which no. I think is what makes it fun and funny for a lot of my <laughs> chef friends who I feel like would give, like, their big toe yeah. to, like, get on a show yeah, one yeah, time. Like, and I'm like, guys, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not that think. big a deal. It's not that yeah, big it's really not that big of a deal. It's not what you think. And so I figured, you know, I've been blessed to have this platform. What can I do with mm. it that's going to be sustainable? Like, what is my life path? So if I'm, like, a 90-year-old woman, like what will I be gushing about to like tell my my it. grandchildren about and it's like I just want to I just want to help people brush away all the, all the cobwebs and like reprogram their brain and like take a step yeah. backwards and like grow some food for yourself mm -hmm. or or invest in people that are doing it for you because you don't yeah, yeah that was the, fun, the funny story with us and with that 
how we started was the first blog post for maybe <laughs> years and years and years. We refused to put our pictures up. Uh-huh. People put, like in cozy people. So we put right. beautiful yard pictures, beautiful flower pictures, beautiful cute, cute animal, cute animal pictures, yeah. and then like hands, feet, hands. Feet. They're like, who are those people? And then Dad got interviewed by a local. Like you're a secret yeah. society. Yeah. So Dad got interviewed by In Focus Pasadena, yeah. and they he, said he went. He said he, he did some rebate program for tree. avocado tree or some mm-hmm. shade tree program. He goes, "There's the tree. There's a tree. Go take a picture of it." He said, "No, we need somebody in it." Dad's like, "Why? Why you need somebody in it? Because he's thought just like that too. It he was just he was that type. And like, then there's the star. The yeah, there's a star. It's a tree. You're, yeah. That's what we bought. That's the rebate. It's a shade. So it took us a while to get used to be on But you know, too. we only really put like all information really online weird. was because it was causing more curiosity. Like we couldn't like hide. It was <laughs> causing more issue that we want. On. But people what? want what they so can we, have, So we too. put it to just say, here it is. Are you happy now? No. I think what people did is they, they wanted to connect to a face. They wanted to You're like, see ya. Like, I'm going to see all you <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, right? like, You all look great with yeah. that haircut on. Yeah. I'll, that, I'll talk to the camera with my back. You got those big brown eyes. You're going to look good with that little blonde haircut on, buddy. Yeah. We could talk to the camera a little bit. Maybe so we'll stand backwards. I know. Getting down out there. <laughs> Yeah, but, but this is funny. People say, you listen to your stuff or watch your stuff? No. No. Yeah, no, people were like, did you did you see your thing on there? I'm like, no, no that's okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't I don't need yeah. to I don't, I don't need, need to see it. it. I, I already did. I know, what, I know what I do, it. and I don't You were there, it. and you yeah. lived it, and they edited it, and sliced it, diced it, yeah. make you look like an idiot. But <laughs> you were th- we were on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were on the same show. I didn't say that. No, no, but CMT is rad, and I'm a... Yeah, it'll be the first cooking show that's ever been on CMT. Yeah, because here's the thing. Here's so my how cool is that? Yeah, that is cool because I was that's like, so cool. CMT, Jordy, Jordy texted me yeah. and she was, I was at work. She goes, CMT, I'm going, they doing a music video? Cheese and meat television. Because I couldn't understand why I went to CMT. I'm on cheese and meat TV. No, country music television. No, but it was great because... We yeah. have not anxiety before filming. It's just like, oh, we gotta get cameras. There's gonna be cameras here, and it's like you kind of get a little. Well, you never like, know. Like yeah. I could have been a, like a pre. Yeah, you get you kind of like you wearing my light, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get that chicken close to me. It's so it's not. It it's not. Yeah, does it pelt? <laughs> it pelt on me. You know, <laughs> that came from the ground. Yeah. But, you know, you never know. There's a little bit of, like, not dread or, like, oh, okay, there's cameras. And you kind of have to get a little psyched up for it. It's a little guarded, like, too. You gotta, yeah, you know. It's like, hey, you know, after the end of that, like, how was the filming? I'm like, that was a really great filming. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, <laughs> well, you gotta have good energy in well, the Well, some can be draining, you know. Oh, like, my like, gosh. It sucks the life out of you, and then it's like, what'd you do? It's like, I don't know. I, di- I died it's inside. Right. I, got <laughs> I died inside. <laughs> no, but everyone's so great. The crew is so nice. Like, I feel so lucky. And, like, all mm-hmm. the farmers have been so amazing. And I've really been vibing with everybody. Like, I mean, I'm going to go home, like, absolutely refreshed. And, like, mm-hmm. I feel really good about the product the that we were able to make in the... And the end result and the message, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I hope I hope it reaches a lot of people and, um, you know, yeah. television you can be a platform and I'm glad you're using that. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I fully realized what I want to do, you know, because like being self-proclaimed as like the butcher babe and that being part of my branding. I'm going to take that premise that was originally meat centric and then I'm going to butcher your expectations. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher. Yeah. Oh yeah, girl. Call my trademark attorney. We got to change it up, girl. Um, but yeah, butchering your expectations, butchering. You have what, to involve. Exactly. Yeah. In the evolution. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, how can I be this butcher babe chick for forever? I don't, I don't think like I want to. Yeah. yeah. And being, yeah, exactly. Typecast it. And I'm like, no, nah, that's cool. 
there's there's ways to navigate this and, and to still to evolve into a really strong brand. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, we look forward to we follow, we're, we're following you and hopefully I'll follow you too. We like each, each other. other. I like you. <laughs> I want to come back, please. <laughs> we like each other. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you get my frequent flyer miles. <laughs> hey, you never know. We could bring caramels. We're calling today. Dude, we might yeah, find come, on, out to all come on out to Louisville. We have really, um, besides like the bourbon, we also, uh, in Eastern Kentucky, our soil is really similar to that of Southern France. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of interesting art, um, planting that's going on there. We have a lot of hemp. Which is pretty cool. Uh, obviously, bourbon, the limestone filtered water yeah. is exceptional for the spirits that we create in that area. Um, and we have a lot of uh, livestock too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something they gave me for my birthday was a um, soy sauce, but it was from Kentucky. Oh, Bourbon Barrel Foods. Yeah, it was a little thing. It was, all, it was yeah. from Kentucky. So. I know, I know Matt Jamie. He's, a, he's an incredible guy. We have yet to sit down and have a proper dinner. But uh, we've hit or missed each other uh, for the last couple of years. But that dude is solid. And he actually just came out with a new cookbook. So I'm excited and like bourbon barrel smoked paprika like his shop is right up the street from my house and like there's not a recipe that I make that I I mean one or two or five of those ingredients just just don't make it sing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Hello bourbon barrel soy sauce. Can you imagine <laughs> that moment when he was just like that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's genius and he's like flying back and forth and are those those dang um parrots? Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Do you do they say hey to um, you? They no, they just no. kind of well, they, a banana say, and run. Well, there used to be a pecan tree next door, and there'd be like hundreds that wake you up and I mean, like they can get loud. Like you can't hear yourself. That's talk. so cute yeah. that they like party. You want to put yeah. sunglasses on? <laughs> they, are. they do. They party. People come to LA and they're they're sitting there and they're like, "What is that?" I said, wow, we parents? don't even hear them, and like they pass over. Like we don't hear them. We're just like so used to it. Background. You hear people. They just stop and they're like. What is right. that? That's interesting. Like, right? That's right, parrots. That's yeah. right. You'll hear them. <laughs> there's a legend about that. I think there's even a documentary about yeah, wild parrots. Yeah, you can so. find it on YouTube. Yeah, you can find really? it. Really? Yeah. The wild parrots of Pasadena. That's Supposedly so cute. Supposedly a pet shop got on fire yeah. and let the birds out. I think it was a, like a horticultural center. Or something. Yeah, something. And they let the birds out just escape and, the fires. And, and so now they're wild. <laughs> Listen to them. They're laughing about it. Like, that's what I love about birds. Like, with your chickens and your duck and stuff. Like, they're always, like, telling jokes because then they always go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Well, the ducks have the vaudeville. I have that. Yeah, oh, they kill hilarious. me, man. <laughs> I do love them. So, do you have any? I, I, you, um, I know you love animals. Yeah, so, tell us. Yeah, I, you rescue I, animals yeah, too? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yes. I have the cutest <laughs> little fur babies. Marley, don't listen. <laughs> I know, right? I'll be like, he's not a dog. Ones. He's a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> cutest. He looks you like have a the little cutest. white sheep boy. He looks like in my leg a little bit. East of Mississippi. We have the cutest one. We can call Yeah, I agree. So, in Louisville, um, they're both they're both rescues and they're really precious to me um we have a uh pit bull and she's the sweetest dog in the entire world her name is sage um she got her name he's growling because i said how cute the dog was well sweet creature um she got her name sage because uh i was actually staging the house we were living at in uh, alameda california and uh, we didn't know what to name her. We'd had her for three or four days. And she came in with a big bundle of sage like she was smoking a cigar. <laughs> and she's kind of blue, mm -hmm. like the bluish gray mm -hmm. one in here. And so I was like, well, there you go, your name's Sage. And then um, the second day, uh, my boyfriend Steve moved out to Louisville. I'd been there for a couple months setting up shop. I saw this amazing little like Siberian cat. I swear to God, he ran away from a little rich girl's birthday party. <laughs> he was like eight weeks old. He's a purebred too. He's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And um, we we got him. He was so little. And granted, imagine it's 
this dude's second day in Kentucky. Never been out here to the Midwest before. He's moved all his belongings like it's a second day here and a huge horse walks in to the Humane Society. And I said, welcome to Kentucky. Because we're like one of the only places in the United States where you, you don't always look up, I want a cat, I want a dog, I want a horse. Like, you know, because of the, you know, the horse practices there. There's mm -hmm. some other horses that need love and help even though they're in a new part mm -hmm. of their life. And mm -hmm. so that was really interesting. But yeah, I love them so much and I can't wait to like, rub all their fur like all over my face as soon as I get home. <laughs> and nibble on them. Dude, I cannot wait. And, and they they love each other like they lick each other and sleep together. Aww. And then like Zeke the cat, he like comes up and like bites the back of Sage's kneecaps mm. and then like, he acts like he's on the African wild safari and like jumps on her. And they're like the Nature cutest. brought you by. <laughs> yeah, they just, they kill me. Like I don't know how people don't have animals. Well, they have to. I mean, that's they kill me. They're yeah. so funny. They are fun. Yeah, they're hilarious. It's therapy. It's comedy. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, so. they're the sweetest little things. I'm fun We can have, have a whole podcast on funny animals. On funny animals. Yeah, this one time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I would like to... Um, I'm working on starting a company that's for treats for animals with, like, byproducts Good. of... Um, you know, like extra, extra fat and bones and stuff that might not That's necessarily be used from like heritage breeds of pork yeah. and different varieties of cows. Oh, so I think I wanna, sign us up because yeah. we have five rescued cats now. Yeah, and we have Marley, who's also a rescued dog. So mm -hmm. they're eat, yeah, we, good treats are hard to find. Yeah, yeah. well, no, no, it, it really, really, really food, yeah. is. Yeah, it's it's really hard. And so I figured I was like, hmm, this butcher babe thing, I could do that. And so I want to have recipes in my next book for you to be able to do that as well because I'm really going to stress if you do want to be a meat eater here's how you do it here's the type of things that you should buy and buy in bulk and I'll show you how to butcher it at home mm -hmm. and like wrap it up mm -hmm. you know oh, that's great yeah. that's good because like I said we all have I mean for us we do have you know a lot of people have animals and so pets, they're yeah. also pets and they also have to eat well too because mm -hmm. yeah. it comes out you know just well, the, the, if, you see what's in, if you see what's in the modern the dog food it's pretty rough you know, the modern dog is not the same as the dog that was your grandpa raised yeah. Not eating the same food. I mean, they yeah. have so many allergies and yeah. so much health conditions. Yeah, all that it, GMO it does, grain. It does, yeah. It does makes yeah. you feel so sharp and, <laughs> and uh, thin and yeah. you feel so good when you eat GMO grain. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because, like I said, I people, feel it people don't under, understand that. And it's literally to... Um, I know two people who um, are um, have a gluten intolerance. issue, intolerance, mm -hmm. and they... Um, either gone to Europe and eaten the European breads, no problem. Yep. They come here. So there's this one shop, I forget what shop it is, but there's one that sells just European breads, and she can eat the the, the breads there. Yeah, but she can't eat anything else. Animal. So it's a completely different animal. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I'm actually sensitive to gluten. Mm -hmm. um, like I used to work at this bakery, and sometimes I would eat like. 10 cookies. Mm -hmm. Don't judge me. Oh, no. Just no to make judgment. sure it's good. No judgment. Seriously. No judgment. Like, 10, no judge. 10 cookies. Only 10. Like, Only like, yeah. Only. Okay, right? You like eating sleeves in the bathtub by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Some girl scout. Yes. Ow! <laughs> they, they meant me till I die! Um, but yeah, and then I kept, I kept going cookies. home. Yeah. Right? Only 10? Come on, girl. Yeah, crumb. Okay, I, I, I am among my people. Uh, but yeah, I, I started noticing that I would, uh, like my back would become inflamed and it became really painful and like as a chef it's like huh, I'm looking for some health insurance <laughs> like that's funny like whatever uh, and so I was always worried for a while that it was my kidneys and then it actually was just gluten and like now now in my house I'll forget 
or play or I'll dance with the devil mm-hmm. and like eat too much uh, GMO wheat or mm-hmm. like same in a party yeah, or something yeah, like that and yeah. I'm just like whoopsie daisy mm-hmm. um, and, and my boyfriend looks at me and he goes are you getting bread sick <laughs> so it's like it's like, it's, it's like the word in my house where I'm like no and I'm like shoving like charcoal down my down my throat and like drinking magnesium and like just trying to flush out all the bad stuff I did in my body. No, um, you can't yeah. help it when you go out, but you have to watch it now because it can. And not to say because when you get eating the good stuff, the when you don't have the good food, it mm-hmm. really affects you, and you don't know how much it affects you when you when you start. Like I said, you know, yeah. you know, less chemicals, less this, and then you get away from it. And the more natural you are, even just a little bit of the stuff, like when you go out or traveling, yeah, eat, you head. just you just eat stuff like, oh, well, that's all they have, and then you're like, yeah. oh crap what was in that you know yeah and it just makes me sad like as a chef like two things have really gotten on my nerves in my career with when I've worked with various people it's like you always have that person it's Friday night and they're in the server's like uh there's a party of four vegans and they're celebrating their anniversaries and they would really like to do something special and mind you you're at like a four or five star restaurant mm-hmm. right you have all the most amazing produce and the chef or a line cook there will be like oh these people oh my god and I'm over here like server look at me i've got it we're gonna i'm gonna start coursing them out now right mm-hmm. so that's one of my pet peeves like as a chef like people talk about that and the other thing is like the people that are gluten-free guess what like when people come into the restaurant like they're the clients they're the guests it's my job to make you whatever you want to do especially you have a nice fine dining platform mm-hmm. and it gets on my nerves when people are like you're not gluten-free guess what it's none of my business if you say you don't want any salt then that's it's my obligation it's my job it's my pleasure it's my passion to do that for you and it's just like it gets on my nerves, That's you know. I'm I'm, I'm I'm sick I'm of the take that I'm, I'm, I'm sick yeah. of the memes yeah. about like in gluten free. Can I speak to the manager? And it's like that lady with the short haircut. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, that one. But um, I'm over it. It's it's my job. If mm-hmm. you say you don't like it, like all right, I'm gonna try my best to make it happen for you. Which mm-hmm. is why I'm an awesome private chef. Yeah. So you're not that chef on YouTube that was that one that that one that went around. <laughs> You don't deal out, uh, what's that called? I don't know. It was something know. like punishment, you don't punishment, punishment to customers at your job. <laughs> that yeah, it's, it's, not your, it's, it's not your job to tell someone what to put in their bodies. No, it is no. your, and on that note too, like, gosh, I could go the rest of my career being like, and then I put bacon here and butter there and I flame off in white wine. Boom, bada bing, bada boom, delicious. <laughs> Guess what? It takes no effort to absolutely do that. But what is going to take effort, and I'm going to excel as a chef the older that I get, is like learning how to make the best vegan creme brulee. Uh, learning how to make the best gluten-free bread like it's science and art and food like all in one thing and like I just can't wait to be put in uncomfortable situations that will continue like my skill set just growing like as, as you can see I'm so stoked about it mm-hmm. like challenge me man that's okay cool. yeah. yeah I'll send you something no yeah make something do. out of this <laughs> she just winked at me <laughs> no but yeah please do it I'll send you guys recipes but like how cool if you can make something that's like vegetable based with like less calories less carbon footprint like bring it on dude mm-hmm that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm stoked. I know. I know. I'm I think, excited. Should go, I feel like I should go out and bake something or cook something. <laughs> That's what I like. Are you the kind that when you're upset or anything yes. else, yeah. you cook? Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. clean. Or, or hate clean. Yeah. Uh, hate clean. I call okay, it hate clean. Oh, I know. Ah, this is all going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would say I, I cook or I clean. I was hate cleaning the other day or a couple days uh, For the longest time, I cooked when I was upset or cooked when I you know, was mad. And But I'm then we did like... we. Did a lot of cooking, so that kind of got changed a little bit for me, so yeah. now it is hate clean. It's a form of escapism, mm-hmm. you know, and then now I just, I clean with a uh, thieves oil. 
Yeah. You guys familiar with that? Oh, yeah. definitely. It's oh, great stuff. It's my jam. What's up, thieves? Oh, you just taste like Christmas. <laughs> as soon as I start, as soon as I start having that little tickle, I'm like, yeah, it's like, yeah thieves. <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Touching on my, yeah, like, <laughs> you bite yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, put it on my lymphatic system. It's like a full moon. Oh, exactly. I will bless this. I will start a new era in my life yeah. in this moon. Yeah, we have that at the cafe because they also have a sense oil crazy and they have the thieves oil. Yeah, so it's like somebody said someone. Like, yeah, and so one of the guys, he's a, a bus boy there and he's like, what's thieves oil? I was like, like you want me to tell you? Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, what's thieves oil? Yeah, how it came to be. He's like, really? He's like, how'd you know that? I'm like, you're You're like, cool. I read. <laughs> You're like, I do podcasts. What do you do? Right. Yeah, so, That's uh, so rad. Our hour is coming to an end. Um, yeah. So maybe any last words you'd like to share with our listeners? And where they can find and you, where they can find and how they can follow what you're doing. Follow what you're doing so. Okay. Well, um, if you want to have a voyeuristic view into my life, you can follow me on Instagram. Please do. It's uh, The Butcher Babe on Instagram. Um, Twitter, it's Chef L'Oreal. Spell L'Oreal just like the makeup. I don't know why they named me that either, but they did. It's L-O-R-E-A-L. Uh, my website is thebutcherbabe.com. Got some healthy blogs on there uh, and YouTube channel, just Chef L'Oreal. And there's more to come. Um, get excited about food. If you feel like crap, eat some good food. Um, I hope you, I inspire you and my journeys on my food truck with CMT, the downtown farmer. This is uncharted waters. Um, and I'm just so, uh, full of gratitude and humility. So thank you for listening and namaste. Oh, and she may you. be moving in and we're going to eat her caramels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So thanks for tuning in and a pleasure. It was really, really fun to have you here. So bye y'all. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Folks, remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback 
And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.